So we will go now to our monitoring items. And our first monitoring item is the superintendent's update on the 2017-2018 action plan. Dr. Murphy. Thank you, Dr. Cannon. Um, I'd just like to remind everyone um, and bring your attention back uh, to this year's action plan document. Uh, we've got this available. Uh, there are a number of these out there, but it kind of encapsulates all the different activities and projects that are on timeline that we're addressing this year, and I think this is in relationship to our growth. I do want to make note that the best resource for you with this information is our Engage website. Some of these timelines have adjusted or slipped because of just the, the volume of work that we are addressing this year. And what I try and do uh, periodically uh, at board meetings is to simply provide an update, a little bit of where we are, uh, what the next steps are, and then what some of the decisions and timelines are. Uh, at the last meeting, I know Linda Ertis gave quite an extensive um, you know, explanation of where we are with the uh, new policies specifically related to uh, school facilities. So this evening she's going to, um, you know, summarize that again or recap, uh, and that really falls into two categories as far as our new school facilities and then some of our existing facilities. So let me turn to her. This really falls out in group one with policies and policy revisions. Thank you, Dr. Murphy, and uh, I'm going to take the uh, advice of our young speakers earlier this evening, and I'm going to breathe in and out, and we're all going to do that, and we're going to say, you've got this, okay? Um, let me recap very quickly where we are um, as of this month moving forward. February and March, the staff committee will be working to develop um, some naming criteria we're also working on doing the um, review of current um, school names and, so that we can come to the board in April um, with a draft naming criteria to revise the naming policy uh, that the school board has for your review and with the hopes that you will adopt that process in May. Based on, on that then, because as I outlined last week, we have about four schools uh, out there waiting for names or waiting for names to be affirmed, whichever. Uh, so in June through August, the board would recruit the naming committees for the four schools in, a, in accordance with the um, school board policy and procedures that we have for naming and go ahead and set those groups up to start in the fall. The same, um, uh, then in the fall, those four groups will convene, work on the name as we've done uh, we did uh, last year for Alice Fleet and for the Arlington um, Community High School. Uh, they'll do the same thing and come to the board with um, a proposal for approval of those names in December of next year. Washington Lee, as I mentioned, we had decided based on the interest of the community to have greater conversation. Our goal is to, in June through August, to develop um, a um, statement of what the tasks the committee, a committee should do and then to recruit a community ad, ad hoc um, committee. The board will also have conversations on what the makeup of that committee should be. Their goal would be to have that group meet September through November, 
have some community conversations to let both sides of this conversation for the Washington Lee High School name um, have a conversation, a community conversation, and then with report a report or reports to the school board in December. After that, the board obviously will have to look and listen to what you've heard and what you've seen and make a decision on whether or not to keep or to change the name for Washington Lee High School. And then if the decision is to keep the name, no further action will be needed. And if the decision is to change the name, then we would initiate uh, a naming process um, that would go into effect. We would actually initiate, this is a slide I just realized is slightly incorrect. We would initiate the naming process then for next winter with the new name going into effect in the fall of 2020. Okay? All right, so uh, continuing on with uh, this first group with policies and policy revisions, I've uh, talked with you previously about our uh, acceptable use uh, and where we are with those policies. You actually took action on the uh, policy related to filtering and federal guidelines, so we've moved forward with that. Uh, the next phase of that is the policy around acceptable use. Uh, and this is not an all-inclusive list, but these are examples here uh, as far as what that will be addressing from internet safety to rights and responsibilities to also instruction uh, and classroom use. Uh, and I think uh, we're going to encompass a, a large number of aspects of that acceptable use. You can see that uh, we've already uh, taken the first step with some community engagement and then the layout through February and March with some of the advisory committees a community discussion coming up here in the first uh, part of March and then we'll be bringing this to the board um, later uh, the latter part of March and then action slated for April the 5th. We also are looking at uh, a new policy related to inclusion and I think there's a number of aspects of this that we are considering. Um, so this is going to be also uh, one of those that after the adoption of the strategic plan, we're going to be taking that, all of that into consideration. And there are a number of things that are also related or tied to uh, a lot of the strategic planning uh, decision process. We are looking for a community engagement opportunities, which we typically do with uh, many of our activities. Uh, and then we have had a little bit of an adjustment with this, but we will be coming forward with the board for an information and then action item. So look for that to be coming back as far as how we move forward and take the next steps there. Uh, when we move to group number two, uh, we've had discussion here about the elementary school boundaries, and this is about preparing for new schools and program moves. So I want to distinguish here right up front, you will note, up in the upper right-hand corner, uh, what we've proposed to the board is to bring this forward in phases. So you can see that with this is phase one, and this will run through, phase one runs through the end of this year. Uh, and what we're really beginning to look at is walk zones and the viability of some of our walk zones and how we may be able to uh, address some of those um, barriers or hazards so that we can really increase uh, the walk zone areas so students have greater access. So that's one element of, uh, of this. We will also uh, be looking at uh, how we can utilize 
our current schools uh, and how they are laid out? And is there the possibility that we may want to move or locate programs within schools? So really, we offer greater access and look at equity because many of our option programs are highly desired. And not everyone has complete access to those. So in looking at how perhaps our buildings are laid out, we can incre increase the level of access. We have something that's good. Why not make it available to more people at the end of the day? And so I think that's some of the thinking and rationale behind that. And I think we're very sensitive to many of the communities. I'll just you know note we had some speakers uh, comment on that earlier. But we are going to have a community process around that. And then we'll be bringing uh, the latter part of spring here, an information item, and then for school board action, whatever considerations uh, that we have as far as phase one. Where we then take the next step is in the fall with phase two. Uh, and then once we've made some of those decisions uh, that I outlined in phase one, we'll be coming back and then going through uh, the boundary process that's slated then for the board to take action. Uh, the latter part of fall or in November, uh, and then we move into uh, the new boundaries being implemented for the start of the school year in the fall of 2019. All right, now moving to group three, which is operational planning. Um, you can see here with this year being a capital improvement plan year, uh, we are going to have on March the 8th, uh, Lisa Stingle and her team will be bringing forward the Arlington Facility Student and Accommodation Plan, but that's really looking at projections uh, and capacity. We will then bring as an information item and, and then an action item March the 22nd and then April the 5th, uh, the CIP framework. And so we, we're kind of built using building blocks here to inform the community, then provide them the uh, the basis for the CIP framework and then the board to begin to take action. Uh, you can also see uh, in, within this category of operational planning, we've got our strategic plan. We had a very uh, productive strategic plan meeting, by the way, uh, this past weekend. Um, we're continuing to move forward with the mission, mission, vision, and core values, as well as beginning to outline some goals. So you uh, should be looking for some more information coming out for your input. Uh, and reaction to uh, the work the committee has done. And then our next steering committee here is slated for the end of February. And then final, finally, uh, in this category or group, um, we've got the uh, presentation of the uh, proposed budget coming up next Thursday. That's the 22nd, followed by a, uh, a work session afterwards. And I mentioned also the county manager is presenting um, his budget on Saturday and county will also advertise um, their tax rate uh, at that point in time. So they'll be looking at that as well. Moving on to group number four with our capital initiatives. Uh, with the Reed building, you can see the um, items that we've addressed and accomplished to date. Uh, February, the building level and the, uh, the PFRC groups are meeting and they're looking at the reviewing traffic and parking. Uh, we are also uh, looking at the construction manager at risk, awarding that contract, uh, and then this is going to be coming uh, to the board in March for acting on the concept design. With the Career Center here, uh, we've got the Career Center Working Group uh, with their work underway. Um, Ms. Talento is the school board liaison uh, and passing along a lot of uh, 
uh, vital information here, but that group is going to be meeting here. It's already started meeting, but through August, uh, and then um, also be looking to come forward with uh, some uh, plans or input uh, later this spring. And then finally, with the Educational Center, uh, we are moving forward with architectural selection in 2018, uh, and then the building level planning committee process to begin after the architecture selection. This is another example of one of those activities that is linked here uh, to the strategic plan. So coming off the strategic plan uh, toward the end of June, we'll be looking at what the instructional focus uh, for this particular building will be. So you get a, a pretty good idea of uh, the number of things that are going on. The schedule is very full. Uh, I will continue to point to the success that we've had with the Engage uh, website page. It really provides kind of an update. Uh, it provides one-pagers. It gives you milestones. It also gives you deadlines and decision-making points. Uh, and staff has been working diligently as different events and activities occur to update that information. So I will stop there. I'll just remind everyone, uh, kind of focusing back on this sort of pocket guide to uh, where we are. Again, noting some of these dates have adjusted or slipped, and that's fine. That's what happens, I'm told, when you have good plans. Um, but we, I think, are on, on target to get there uh, with many of the milestones that we have in place. Thank you very much, Dr. Murphy.